Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Neither the Time Nor the Space, a podcast about Doctor Who, Sarah Jane Adventures and Torchwood. My name is Matt and I'm not joined by David just yet. Much like when we began reviewing the Sarah Jane Adventures, we wanted to go back and just revisit our initial review of the first episode of Torchwood. If you're listening to this on the day of release, which is Wednesday, our review of the second episode of Torchwood will be releasing this Saturday. We just didn't want to rehash old material and talk about the first episode of Torchwood again. So this review comes from episode 25 of the podcast, entitled Sodas and Secret Societies, and is our review of episode 1 of season 1 of Torchwood, entitled Everything Changes. Right, should we move on to Torchwood? Yeah, let's just rattle through this. Right, Torchwood, from the 22nd of October 2006. Right, yeah. Everything so, Changes is the name of the episode. Is it? Shit title? Does it really work? Well, I, it's funny you've opted for the word shit there. <laughs> I just want to talk about this. Okay. You have posed Torchwood to me as basically a more adult Doctor Who. Well, kind of. It's the adult spin-off set in this universe. Now, I think it is a teenager's perception of what an adult spin-off should be. Yes. In that... It's just got loads of swearing in it. Yeah. It's just an episode of Doctor Who where really? everyone swears. Yeah, and as it gets as it goes on, it's not just swearing, it's fucking tits and asses. And it's it's it's, it's that, so puerile. It stands out as well. Like I, as I was making notes, yeah. I think I've pretty much highlighted every time someone swears because yeah. I'm just like, why you know, it's like dark, a bit gritty, a bit yeah. noir. It doesn't need Every other word to be effing and jeffing. No, it doesn't. And, and like the first, uh, the first time it happens, and it, I, I, it really is jarring. Um, is when you've got, um, you know, they're out in the rain. You've got this like police murder in mm-hmm. the street set up, and one police guy is, t- you know, talking to Gwen, who's like our our central character for this episode. You know, moaning about the Torchwood guys muscling in and saying, "Oh, there's no procedure anymore. It's a fucking disgrace." Yeah. In this in this strong Welsh accent, and it's just the second that 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 F comes out of his mouth, it's just like, "Oh, oh, yeah." It's, it's really weird for you, isn't it? It's jarring. Cause yeah. Although even when it's dark, yeah, Doctor Who is still, you know, a friendly family. Yeah, ride along, isn't it? Absolutely, and it's it's some it's it's pitched as something that you can you can cuddle up as a family and watch, and it might scare the shit out of your eight year old child. Yeah, but you can sort of pat them on the head and say, "Don't worry, the doctor will fix it." Yeah, this is this is just grim. A, it's not big and it's not clever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, way. it's basic, and also I would say, as much as we might sort of relate it to Doctor Who, it's basically Agents of Shield. Yeah, yeah, it's Agents of Shield with unnecessary swearing and gore. Yeah. Definitely. So, as you've said, there's a murder scene. Torchwood swoop in. Yeah. The police are asked to move out of the way. It's a fucking disgrace. And the policewoman investigating this sort of moves into a multi-story car park so she can get a better vantage point, see yeah. what Torchwood are up to. Yeah. And first of all, we get Captain Jack 
it's always good to see him. Yeah. One of my favourite characters, I'd say, so far. Yeah, a rambunctious fellow. And he's talking about contraception, saying he's never getting pregnant again. Yeah. So, one of RTD's weird gender-bending jokes. Yeah. And we find out that one of the people... I mean, that's not actually the first time, because uh, there was that reference to the face of Bo being pregnant, wasn't there? Yeah, um, that's in true. series one, so yeah. But with the face of Bo... Yeah. Although he's got, I say he, he's got like a deep voice. Yeah. Because he's so weird, it's yeah. like, I could accept that. You can go with it, but it's weird to picture. A but then at Captain the same Jack. time, is it ever established that Captain Jack is human? I don't think it is, no. He could just be human like. Yeah, I think he's. Because there are a lot of um, very budget saving um, yeah. alien races that look exactly like humans in Doctor Who, so. Um, yeah, he could well be one of those. I've never really bothered to check, to be honest. And yeah. one of the members of Torchwood that are weird yeah. has this weird gauntlet that yeah. can raise the dead. Yeah. And it took me a while to work it out, but that's... Is it Alarius Sand from Game of Thrones? Oh, shit, it is! It's the Red Vipers. Yeah, I never made that console. connection, but now I'm like, suddenly first, picturing her face. First, yeah. I saw her, and I was just like, I recognise her. Is her hair a different colour or anything? Yeah, but also, despite being younger in this, yes. she's not as glamorous as she is in Game of Thrones. No, so no. she look she's quite different. Yes, yeah. It no, took I me never. a while to work and it, it out. And also, she's not speaking with a ridiculous Mediterranean accent. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she, they made that connection. She raises John Tucker from the dead. Quite yeah, weird. It is weird. It's a weird little moment. Uh, but, but, you know, it's a weird show. And he was stabbed from behind, didn't say who did it. Yeah, and he's just, you just feel, you feel very sorry for this poor chap, don't you? He's just died, just getting used to that, and all of a sudden, back to reality, some stranger bellowing questions in his face. Not just bellowing yeah. questions, but swearing as well. Yeah. A little bit more swearing now. Yeah. And Jack spots this policewoman, yeah. who runs all the way home to her boyfriend. Yeah. And he has a friend called Banana Boat. <laughs> It's just like, oh, I've been out with Banana Boat. Oh, I mean, it's obviously a thin joke. You see, you don't like this this aspect of RTD's writing, do you? No. Where he just, like, peppers little bits of inexplicable... I, I really like it as a writing device. It's hard to pull off, but I feel like RTD does pull it off most of the time. Where, with very little information you get more of a sense that these people have a life outside of what you're seeing mm. on screen. And I think that's... It's a hard trick to pull off, and I think he does it really well. And I actually put this scene up as a good example of that. I... With almost no information... Like, I don't know if I could tell you the name of Gwen's boyfriend, but I feel like I know him as well, a person. It, it's funny you've said Gwen, because yeah. I've made a point of not saying that, because I don't think she's named until 15 minutes into this episode. You know. I, I pause it. And I was just like, oh, so she's Gwen. Yeah, and speaking of Gwen, do you recognise her? I don't think I do. You've definitely seen something else she's been in. Has she been in Doctor Who? She has. The Unquiet Dead. She plays the uh, servant girl. The, the, the one Charles Dickens one. The one that's possessed by the girl? Yeah. And is it the one at the end that blows up and yeah. dies? Yeah, Same actress. And um, there is an implication there that maybe she is a descendant of that character because still in Cardiff 
right, buy that same rift. Me, me and her have beef then, because she's, <laughs> she's not only in Unquite Dead, the worst episode ever, but I think she's the first time I acknowledged Bad Wolf. Right. When she's like yeah. reading yeah. Rose's mind. Yeah, I think that is the first direct reference to it in so, the show. So. She can get to four. <laughs> right. So the next day, she asks for a search on Captain Jack. Yep. Just good use of place, time and resources, isn't it? <laughs> She's following a hunch. And then there's more swearing and a riot at the pub. Yeah. Um, I quite like this scene as well because I feel like it's one of... One of the things that I do like is the way that it doesn't attempt to glamorise police work. Yeah. It, this to me feels like... Yeah, that is probably the kind of shit a, a, a jobbing police pers- uh, uh, policeman would have to deal with. If they on a regular basis, on you know, you know, doing those kinds so, of shifts. In so. amongst this riot that she attends, she gets hit. Yeah, is taken to hospital. Yeah, and is there a reason why she goes to the top floor? She just sort she of just poking around, isn't yeah, she? Like, yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know. I don't know why she goes up. Anyway, she, does. she goes to the top floor and it's yeah. sealed off. Yeah, and she thinks she sees Captain Jack. Yeah. Now, she needs her eyes tested. <laughs> Captain Jack is notoriously handsome, right? <laughs> I, I've, I've been on record as saying yeah. John Barrowman is beautiful. He's a classically handsome man. And here yeah. we have something that looks like the nemesis from Resident <laughs> Evil. It's just this horrendous monster. Yeah. And she keeps saying, oh, take your mask off. Yeah. You know, it's clearly not a mask. Yeah, and also, who... Look. With the best will in the world, yes, you might assume it's prosthetics or a mask or something, somebody pissing about. But you, would you not be a bit more confused and and weirded out by the fact that somebody's wandering around in a sealed off corridor in a hospital wearing that kind of a mask? Especially after, like a site maintenance worker she talked yeah. to not thirty seconds yeah. ago is then sort of bitten to death. It, yeah. Like again, in. Keeping with the adult tone. Yeah. Bit of violence. It's a bit over the top, this isn't Yeah, it? the sort of gouts of blood. It's very Tarantino, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, they're not pulling the punch on yeah, this Yeah, no, they, they, they are so gleeful about the fact that this is a post-Watershed show. And, uh, yeah, they need to get over it. So, Captain Jack swoops in. Yep. After the site worker's killed. Yeah. He saves, I've just written woman, but we've addressed it. She's Gwen. Gwen, yep. And then drives off. So she chases him for a bit. When she catches up to them, Torch would just disappear. Yeah. And it's at this point I've just written, is she called Gwen? We're 15 minutes in. <laughs> so yeah. she goes home and her boyfriend has cooked hot pot. Good work. Oh, yeah. A hot pot. Yeah. And she goes Torchwood hunting, basically. Yeah. And randomly just goes to a pizza shop and says... Oh, has Captain Jack ordered any pizzas? And they go, no. <laughs> and he goes, oh, has Torchwood? Yes. So I don't know. I think that's good police work. That's, you know, that's a, a if you can't get a lead on someone, that's a good way to potentially get but, someone's address. But Torchwood, at this point, haven't ordered a pizza, but she turns up at their door with pizza. Oh, yeah, super. that part of it is dumb. There are better ways to go about that. But the, the initial thing of being like, look, I'm a police officer. I'm trying to track someone down. Have you got anyone who's ordered? You know, because, you know, mm. that's how pizza shops work. They do keep a database of 
and it always freaks me out and makes me slightly sad when I ring my local pizza place and they immediately know my address. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. But, <laughs> they it's, just, a, it's a dumb move. Yeah. To so, start with pizza. One of two things is going to happen. Yeah. They're either going to let her in yeah. and she's going to rumble them. Yeah. Or they're going to let her in and they're going to rumble her. Yeah. It's, it's, She's it's not, not going to go well, is She's it? not thought it through. Now, in my notes, in big letters I've written, at this point, I'm not certain how she knows Captain Jack's name. I think... She's like hunting him down, but I don't think... That's a good question. At um... any point, it's like... <laughs> uh, like, they must they they must have like mentioned it in that first scene or something. But then who's addressing him by his full name? Yeah. I don't well, know. Because I'll have to when, re- when they're God, in... I don't want to rewatch this fucking episode a but third when, time, but now I need to know this. When he arrives at, or when we see the crime scene, he's yeah. already investigating. So yeah. he didn't walk past and say, I'm Jack Hartness from no. Torchwood. He's just there. It's a fair point. Now there must be a reference in the dialogue somewhere, but um I can't, I can't place where it would be. Yeah. Maybe maybe you have stumbled onto something there. Right. Yeah. So, Torchwood is in a bunker. Yeah. And at first, nobody acknowledges that Gwen has even arrived. But it turns out they're just jokingly ignoring her. Yeah. Great banter from yeah. Torchwood here. Yeah. What, what, what a bunch of lads, eh? And there's a little bit more swearing. Yeah. And there's a random pterodactyl. Yeah. Oh, uh, talking about Game of Thrones actors, have you recognised the the you know the sketchy bloke in Torchwood? Because they've got they got you know we've we've gotten a little glimpses of all the different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 sort of sketchy bloke that we'll we'll get onto some of his antics later in the episode. Yeah. You know the one I'm referring to. Do you recognise that actor? Well, I think he's from Game of Thrones. Now yeah. you've said it, but I don't know who he is. Carl Tanner, the you know the the absolute fucking psychopath that takes over Craster's keep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And who fights with daggers. Yes. And uh, gets one of the best deaths, I think, in that series of Game of Thrones, uh, sword right through the back of the head from yeah. Jon Snow. Uh, spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's the same actor. Yeah. I don't know if he's cap- I think it's just because of his face. I don't think he's capable of not playing a creep. I think that's just... He's just got a creep's face. So, you know. <laughs> High praise. <laughs> I mean, as an actor, you've got to work with what you're given, haven't you? So... So, they have the monster from earlier. It's yeah. called a weevil. Yeah. And they've got it in custody because weevils live in the sewers, but recently they've all started surfacing. Sure. And Jack sort of introduces the Torchwood gang. Yeah. At this moment. Yeah. So... Basically, he's the leader. Yeah. There's like a tech guy. Yeah. There's you know the muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them is um, her name is Tosh. Yes. Yeah. Do you recognise her? No. You probably won't. But she is. Do you remember the scene in Aliens of London where you've got the sort of autopsy room with the pig creature? Oh yes, 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 yes. And you've got the sort of frightened scientist there. Same actor, oh. and so could be canon. It's the same. exactly, exactly right. that, and like a lot of people just head canon in that retrospectively. Obviously, there was no they Fall didn't thought. they didn't know they were making Torchwood back then, but obviously they they got on well with the actor. They offered her this part, and it and it fits. So yeah, 
nice little bit of potential, like, accidental seeding of Torchwood in that episode. So, they then go up a lift to the pavement. There's a perception filter. Yeah. So, people can't see them just sort of coming up. <laughs> Can we and say it, how dumb it looks as oh, well? 100%. percent The sort of... Because it's, it's too slow. Yeah. It's just too yeah. slow, the way this paving slab slowly rises up at and they just look ridiculous standing there. And the thing there. is, they say, oh, people will just see us like as something out the corner of their eye. Yeah. Imagine if, like, you haven't seen it. You're not paying attention. There's yeah. nothing that stops you walking over that space. How many people... Gwen, Gwen makes that exact point. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's one of my... I think it's probably my favourite joke um, in the episode... And basically, they, they have to make a joke out of it because otherwise it is a legitimate yeah. <laughs> criticism. Uh, and Captain Jack says, how Welsh of you. I show you something fantastic, you find fault. Mm. I, it's a good joke. And, you know, RTD, Welsh writer. And one of the things that they're leaning into is the Welsh Cardiff setting yeah. in this uh, thing. So, yeah, fair dues. But, yeah, no, it's a legitimate <laughs> point. Yeah. Like, they must have people falling through every now and then. <laughs> so Jack and Gwen go for a drink in which they acknowledge Christmas Invasion Doomsday yeah. and whilst they're out all the Torchwood staff are just nicking alien tech for their yeah. own gains yeah. so one of them has like a pheromone spray uh, yeah can we should we just address it now because well, I feel like he's a rapist yes Yeah. Th- that character is a rapist because what he's got there is some alien spray that just um, assaults someone's senses and just makes them immediately uncontrollably sexually attracted to yeah. to you. Um, and he uses it initially to pick up a woman, and then later when her boyfriend starts kicking off, he just sort of shrugs and is like, all right, let's just have both of you, and that'll solve any arguments. Um, he's a rapist. Yeah. They are not consenting. No! It's not, I mean, it's not hard. It's not hard, and it really bugs me. Because, okay, full disclosure, I've watched half of series one of Torchwood. I gave up. It wasn't for me. I'm, I, people say it gets good. I'm going to give it another go eventually. But it's, it's so, I find it such a slog. Um, and in those following four or five episodes, it is never, like, he's, he's, continues to be a bit of a wrong'un, but there is no sense of any lasting consequences for the fact that he is one presumes a serial rapist, mm. because this isn't the first time, presumably he's done this yeah. well, it doesn't I, sit comfortably, does it? It's deeply troubling yeah. deeply, deeply troubling both in and out of universe I don't care for it yeah it make it. I. It makes me quite angry, because <laughs> what he he uses that. Yeah. The girl with the glove uses it to revive a fly. Yeah. D- d- to be fair to her, it's obvious that her motivation is scientific curiosity. Yes. She's in the right job, but she's not being supervised sufficiently to let that. So that's gotten out of hand. But she just wants to understand this alien artifact, which is what she's hired by Torchwood to do. And I, I can't remember. Is there a third? There's a third one, which is, I think, does Tosh take something to help her, like, read books quicker or something Possibly, like that? Maybe. I can't remember. So 
Jack explains. Nobody else is doing any raping with alien yeah. technology. Yeah. It's just it's just Carl Tanner. I forget his actual yeah. name, but anyway. So Jack explains to Gwen that the London Torchwood is not the only one. Yeah. So the one we've seen in Doomsday. Yeah. There's that was Torchwood one. Yeah. Torchwood two's in Glasgow. Presumably the one at the site that we saw in yeah. Tooth and Claw. This is Torchwood three in Cardiff. Yeah. And then Torchwood four is missing. Yeah. So looking forward to solving that. I'm assuming that would be the face of Bo's secret for this season. <laughs> Potentially, I don't know. I don't think I don't remember it ever being referenced in other episodes of what I saw of Torchwood. So mm. I think I'd just be a bit just a bit of fun. I might Google that. I might yeah. just Wikipedia it. And if they don't do it in the main show, I'm sure Big Finish will get around yeah. to it eventually. And Torchwood weren't actually solving the murder. They were just testing the power of this glove to yeah. bring people back. Yeah. Then there's a little bit more swearing. Uh, yeah. As in case it's just, in this. Yeah. It's just constant swearing. Yeah. And Jack gives Gwen an amnesia pill in her pint. Yeah, he just roofies her. Basically, yeah. before he starts swearing again, yeah, classy move. So before she goes to bed, Gwen writes up everything she knows about Torchwood. She knows she's going to forget it. Yeah. But whilst this is happening, Torchwood have like a butler servant type character. Oh, is that Ianto? Yes. Yeah, the one who's in a nice suit. Yeah, and yeah, he, he is kind of the Alfred, isn't he? Yeah, he just sort of hacks her computer, deletes yeah. everything. Yeah, and then. Explain this to me. Yeah. Why do we just get shots of Jack just stood on tall buildings? <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. Presumably because the director thought it looked cool. But oh my god, it's like a full minute of like drone shots yeah. of him just standing on presu- what is presumably a landmark in Cardiff. Yeah. Just standing and brooding. Am I right in thinking... At the end, it's like the Cardiff Arts Centre. Yeah, maybe. It's a building we've seen quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's like something out of an anime, isn't it? Just yeah. standing and brooding. With his long coat yeah. blowing in the wind. Yeah. No, it can fuck right off with that shit. Yeah. It just goes on for ages. It really does. It's like a full minute. of No dialogue. And, and, and it's not like... It's not like that's the establishing shot and then someone comes up has a conversation with her, says, oh, you're all right, Jack, having a bit of a brood. What's yeah. on your mind? No, no just we like, don't. <laughs> he's there, then he's not. Right, <laughs> so the next day, Gwen goes to work. Yeah. And she's reminded that she asked for a search on Captain Jack, but yeah. because she's got amnesia, she doesn't remember that. Yeah. And basically nothing comes back. Mm. She's shown a diagram of the knife that was used in the murder at the opening. Yeah. And I don't think it's explained why, but she just goes back to the art centre near Torchwood. She's just sort of there. Yeah. She just feels compelled to go there. And Susie, who is the lady with the glove, Alaria Sand. Yeah. I think it's the first time we know her, hear her name. Probably. Possibly after yeah. they're all introduced. And she just pulls a gun on Gwen. Yeah, because it turns out she's been she's the murderer. She's been murdering folk. To try and understand the... Well, why? It doesn't make any sense. Obviously she wants to find out what this glove does. Yeah. But... And presumably she is also a psychopath and doesn't really feel like it's comfortable with taking lives. 
in well, order to further her scientific endeavours. Yeah, she openly says she kills people to practice using yeah. this glove. Yeah. But it's just a leap in logic for me. I didn't really. I think. Okay. I don't think there is any problem with the concept of that being the, the big reveal. Mm -hmm. The problem with it lies in the fact that we don't know enough about this character. We haven't had enough scenes with her to get a sense that she could be a suspect. Mm -hmm. um, and she pl she plays the character in such an understated way that you don't get the sense of this like, like sort of this one one um or something like blinkered scientific hmm. um process where she's kind of dehumanizing her victims because she's just interested in mastering this artifact like if if we had time to to watch that descent into that kind of madness then i think you you'd buy the solution yeah. But there's so much else crammed into this episode because it's a pilot and we have to set up all of this stuff that we don't get time to do that. So it feels like it's just out of the blue. Mm. Um, and then she tops herself, doesn't she? She gets confronted by Jack. Yeah, so she shoots Jack yeah. in the head. Oh, yes, yeah. And then shoots herself. Yeah. Jack gets better. Yeah, he's, he's not dead anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually, in my notes, I've written what the hell is happening. Yeah. But I actually quite like it because I've forgotten that he's basically immortal because yeah. I Rose saved the, him. I think this is the first time it's established that he's immortal. Yeah. Um, it he, is. He basically yeah. can't die. Yes, because of that resurrection. Because we, we didn't see him at all in series two, did we? No. Of, no. no. So, I, yeah. I assumed we would when we get to Torchwood. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd think, wouldn't you? Logic mm. dictates. Yeah. But... Doctor Who, not one for logic. Um, so yeah, um, this is our first establishing thing that yeah, Jack's immortal because of, like an after effect of, of Rose's resurrection. So Gwen remembers everything. Yep. And they just dispose of Susie's body. <laughs> like, yeah. Are they going to let her family know? Yeah, exactly. This goes <laughs> back to the issues I had yeah. with Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. Like... People will be filing a missing persons report. Think. Gwen, as a policewoman, has a responsibility <laughs> to record this. But she's like, nah, I think I'll just work for this shady organisation that's that's shown no compunction to do good for society. Yeah, and how is she going to explain this to her boyfriend? Yeah. Does she leave the house every day in a policewoman's uniform? Yeah. And then just drive to Torchwood? And Maybe. I don't know. This is just lies within lies. Yeah. Because she accepts a job from... Jack. Yeah, because he very coldly says there's a vacancy because he's just watched the pre previous person commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. seem at all shaken by that. No. In fact, quite the opposite. Yeah. Because he does his favourite thing and just stands on top of the art centre. <laughs> How does he get up there? I know he's got his invisible ship. Yeah, with, but oh, he's got magic It boots. seems a bit wasteful. If you've got, <laughs> if you've got an invisible ship... I don't think he does have the invisible ship. Doesn't it get blown up? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it gets blown up at the end of uh, Doctor Dances. Yes, gets, because gets he's got the bomb, the hasn't he? Yeah, so he, he goes into the time. So he doesn't have an invisible ship. Has he just got a big ladder? Maybe. <laughs> like a public <laughs> nuisance. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And that's that's basically it, isn't it? That's our yeah. that's our setup. We get the pterodactyl Wait, from earlier flies past. Oh yeah, we haven't it. really talked about the pterodactyl. To be fair, they don't really on the on the episodes. No, that's all you need joke. to know. There's a pterodactyl. Yeah. So uh, that's it. Yeah. Frustrating is the word I would use to describe the tortured pilot. Because I don't think it's terrible. No. There are good elements there. But it it's almost reminiscent of Rose, yeah. the episode, in that it sort of establishes things, but not in the best way. No, it just throws a lot of shit at you. Yeah. And it's just like, come on, keep up. No, we're doing this now. Um, yeah. And you just have to go along with it. Uh, the thing I struggle with with torture, well, there's a few. I struggle with the swearing because it seems so childish and unnecessary. Like, I swear, we swear on this podcast. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, there are contexts in which it works and contexts but in which I, it feels I odd. feel if we swear, we're not pandering to people because we're adults. No, we're just talking the way we would talk yeah, to we're each not, other normally. We're, we're not trying to form an edgy image. No. In the no. way Torchwood is. I, we know that it's not big and it's not clever. It's we're funny just, now. It can be funny, yeah. Tits. That's <laughs> <laughs> genuinely tickled me. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, so, it's there is that kind of, like, teenagery, as you say. Yeah. Try, like, it's got something to prove. Um, See, rather than saying it's like an adult Doctor Who, I'd almost say it is, like young adult teen drama yeah yeah I mean to be fair it was made for BBC Three mm-hmm. so that maybe clues you in a little bit as to yeah. what the target target audience was um, other things that annoy me with it Captain Jack is so much fun on Doctor Who yeah and he's so serious in this he's like he's, he's got, not Captain Jack he's got a couple of little half witticisms here and there but you don't get that fun, flirty. He, he's very carefree. serious. Yeah, you, he suddenly, all of a sudden, he seems to have the weight of the world on his mm. shoulders. Um, and I don't know whether that's explained in more detail as the series goes on, but certainly it was one of the things that dragged down the episodes that I've seen of Torchwood because I'm just like, I want my fun Captain Jack back. Yeah, I was excited to see him, and he's yeah. like deflated a bit. Yeah. Um, but I suppose he has died. But not for long. Mm. <laughs> it gets better very quickly, yeah. doesn't he? Um, but maybe it's just that. Maybe it's the burden of being immortal. Mm. And be like, like, oh, this is just going to keep happening forever. So, if I gave you the option... Yeah. Okay. You have to sit and watch all of Sarah Jane Adventures or all of Torchwood. Which would you pick? Oh, Sarah Jane Adventures. Really? No doubt. Absolutely. I think I'd go Torchwood. Would you? Yeah. I guess there's more meat to Torchwood. Yeah. But you see, I feel like... <sighs> Sarah Jane Adventures, I feel like I could breeze through. And Because uh, I, I guess I've got the advantage of these. I have seen a few more episodes of Torchwood. And so far, at least the, the five or so I've seen, I don't feel like it gets better. Right. It just it keeps leaning into the grimness and the and there's, there's as I say there's more like there's I think is it like the second episode it's basically about an alien that possesses this woman and then shags people to death right 
it's it's that kind of thing where it's just like, ooh, we can do grown up stuff. So it's like it's all it's all blood sex and again, sex yeah. and swearing. And it, I find that so tiresome. Yeah, I can imagine. So tiresome. Because you've got to... I mean, to be fair, that also describes Game of Thrones. But that's got a rip-roaring, ongoing story yeah. to, 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 that justifies it in most we- cases. Weirdly, for both of them, considering how critical I've been of Doctor Who, yeah. I think the best bit of both these shows is the Doctor Who stuff. I don't like the overly childish bits... Yeah. In Sarah Jane. I don't like the attempted grown up yeah. dark bits of torture. It's almost as though Doctor Who is a good show that's found. It's like the right a good balance. middle ground, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I eventually I'm gonna watch it all. Hmm. I just I, I feel that, that that's in my future, whether I like it or not, I'm gonna end up just powering through it probably years from now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if if you had the choice right now, I'd definitely go Sarah Jane Adventures over Torchwood. Okay. So what about you? So you you reckon? You'd I think go I'd Torchwood? go Torchwood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think people do say it gets really good, and specifically, I think that the, the series three and four, rather than being standalone adventures, it's like an ongoing, right, serialized story, which I think might be quite interesting. A series three in particular, everybody raves about. Right. It's a, it's a it's like a sort of story called Children of Earth. People say it's really good. I know Peter Capaldi plays a character in it. Right. And you know, brilliant actor, good value for money there. I, I might look into it. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to really end on a downer. No, um, no, no. But this has been fun. It has been an interesting sort yeah. of little diversion to see what what can be done within this universe. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this, uh, listeners. It's not been, you know, too much of a diversion for you. Wow, what a great review. Well, David and I will be back on Saturday to continue our journey through Torchwood, where we will be reviewing episode two of season one, entitled Day One. But, as always, dear listener, all that is left for me to say is thank you ever so much for listening and cheerio. Thank you for listening to Neither the Time Nor the Space. If you wish to contact us, our email address is timenorspacepod at gmail.com and on Twitter we are at timenorspacepod. And thank you to Alexander Urban for his smashing arrangement of the Doctor Who theme.